Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Izzy. We're from Westwood Radio and we'd like to thank our friends at Net Support for all their support. And we'd like to wish everyone a very successful Bet 2020. In the studio today, we are delighted to be joined by friend of Westwood Radio, Al Kinsley, CEO of NetSupport, an inspiration for so much that is good about technology and education. Welcome to Westwood Revived School, Al, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be with you all. I'm looking forward to having a chat about all sorts of things. You've been involved with NetSupport for a long time. Is it always something you wanted to do? That's a really good question. Um, I have been involved with NetSupport for a long time, for over 25 years now. Um, It wasn't something that I planned to do when I was at school. I had all sorts of crazy ideas when I was at school from things that I thought might be quite fun to do. Um, And I ended up leaving school thinking about doing a career in finance, working in banking and numbers, something I was always interested in. Um, But when I started in finance, there wasn't things like computers. Computers really and the internet came on a little bit later. I know I look very young, but they still weren't there when I was doing it. And when computers started being used in in business, I thought they were much more interesting, which is why I got involved in the IT space. And I suppose the big thing is, if you have the skills with computers, what you also have is the skills to do things differently, make changes. And I like the idea of coming up with ideas and finding ways to turn them into real things people could use. Hi, I'm Sophie. And Al, what's your inspirations as a child or a young person? Well, that's a, that's a really good question, Sophie. I suppose my number one inspiration, like many people, was my dad, who was very successful in business and always taught me to um, try and articulate well, speak well. And the most important thing of all is if you've got an idea, always have confidence that you can achieve it because the best people who've achieved around the world, the entrepreneurs is a word that's often used, but people who come up with innovation and ideas often were faced with the question of you won't be able to do it or, or it's impossible. And it's so much more rewarding when you do something that's difficult and people don't think that you can do. So my dad was a big inspiration. And as I, as I moved up to being, um, being an adult, then obviously there was the advent of some really cool technology companies, the likes of Google and others. And seeing them come up with some really innovative ideas, like many people, was a sense of, I'd like to be involved in that. I'd like to be able to do some of those things. Hi, I'm Oscar. And how? We know that you are involved in a lot of schools and education. Please, could you tell us about that? Thank you. Um, You're right, I am involved in lots of schools and education in all sorts of different ways. So I suppose the main one that I spent some time on is I'm chair of a multi-academy trust, which means basically a group of schools that work together in Peterborough. And I help support the school in ideas about how we can do things better, how we can grow, how we can make the place a nicer place for young people and for teachers. So that's a big part. And one of the roles in a school is being a governor. And that's somebody from the outside that comes and provides support and challenge. So just making sure that we're doing the right things in the best ways. So I also chair a group of governors for the area where we try and provide ideas for other schools in the area and support them as well. And then there's other hats that I wear at different times. Um, Academies all report to the Regional Schools Commissioner and that's a board that I sit on. Um, And in truth, if you're interested in education, you try and get involved in all sorts of ways to make a difference. So as you might have noticed, it's very much a passion of mine. And how important do you think technology is in education today? That's a, that's a good one. The simple answer is technology is really important sometimes. 
There are lots of things in education. There's probably lots of things you do in the classroom that are really cool and fun that don't need to be with the computer or with technology. But there are other times, like now, us talking here, that without technology, we wouldn't be able to do it. And there's things that you can do on your iPad or your ta Android tablet that make learning different and fun in different ways. So maybe I should ask the question of you folks. Do you think technology has a place in learning? I think the education today is good because we've been using TT Rockstars and it's helped with my speed and accuracy of the correct answers. I've seen your Rockstars schools in the main hall and there is some fantastic work being done by everybody there. That's great. What other kind of apps do you use that help you with your learning? Um, we also use Mathletics. And do you find that helps? Yeah. Um, well, with broadcasting, it's like many different things can happen in it. And like I really, in broadcasting, I really like just be able to say what I need to say and being with the wonderful people I'm broadcasting with as well. That's a really good answer. And broadcasting is great because it gives you a voice to talk to so many different people. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree. That's a really good one for sharing. Thank you. Why do you start when you are thinking of a new project for an idea for education? That's a really good one. If you come up with a, new, with a good idea, like anything, even if you're at home and you're thinking of an idea, the first thing you want to do is you want to validate it, or perhaps another way of saying it is you want to bounce the idea off other people to see if they think it's a good idea too. And so the best way is to start with an idea, shape what you think you might want to do, and then ask people whose opinion you really value. So of course, when it's in education, it's talking to other teachers, other leaders, and saying, I've got this idea, do you think it would benefit your students? Would it benefit you? Would it save time? In the same way as if you had a great idea, you might share it with your friends and see if they think it's a cool idea. Or they might say, I've already seen something that does that, in which case you've got a different idea. So I think that um, it's often referred to as peer assessment. Getting feedback from people that around you is really quite important. And then it's breaking it down into the parts, a project plan, how would you actually achieve it? And when you're doing things in business, unfortunately, you also have to think about how much will it cost you to do it and how long will it do? because if it takes too long and too much money, you might not be able to afford to do it. Um, but also, if you're going to do something, certainly for our business at NetSupport, we're only going to do it if we think we can do it best, new, fresh, and be the, the best solution. So um, there's lots of things to consider, but it's great having that kind of idea where we get together and think about new innovations, as we would call it. How long does it take to develop an idea or piece of software before you can release it? That's a really good question. I suppose it depends on how how big or complex the product is. Our newest product called Really School, which is for early years for helping assess work in it, took us about two years to develop before it was at the point where we would share it with schools. If you think of some of our big products that we use, like our, we have a product called NetSport School, which is to help in the classroom. You can see your screens and do testing. Uh, that product's been going 25 years and we still haven't stopped developing on it because as soon as you do it, you want to improve it. You want to add new things. And of course, computers change. You know, 10 years ago, nobody was using tablets. It was always a PC. And then you have to change the software that you do and how you develop it. So it's an ongoing process. But that initial bit is really important because there's loads of people in education who have great ideas. And the hardest bit is getting from the idea to getting something available to use. So sometimes you can, you can use different approaches that will speed up your development efforts um, as well. But I'd say a really good product, depending on the complexity, one to two years is probably a fair estimate to do it right. You have been a huge supporter of, here, of us here at Westwood Radio. What are your views on the impact of education radio across the curriculum? 
Another really good question. There's some great questions here. I am and do try to be a supporter of what you do here, but I do that because I really think what you do is special and really good. And I love the fact that you have a voice and the way that you share things with other people. And having a voice, I think, is really, really important for young people. Um, in terms of the curriculum, um, I'm on a learning journey about radio and the curriculum as well, because um, I think all the time I discover new ways that I think it can benefit. It, you guys can perhaps share yourselves, but the thing that I notice listening to yourselves and others broadcasting is about your confidence, your ability to write and plan what you're going to be talking about, your speaking and listening skills. Um, public speaking, which is kind of what it's like on a radio, is kind of tough some people find it a bit nervous and a bit scary but that's one where i think it, you you develop confidence listening skills and i think the thing that people often miss is how much that things like this as a radio show can build into your curriculum and support other things that you're doing with literacy and so on so i think it feeds in different ways but given that i've got you all sat here asking me questions how do you think it benefits you taking part on the radio i think it benefits us because we can just I think it helps us a lot with our English and it's just nice to meet new people and hear a lot about things that we don't really hear every day. That's a good answer, I like that. Anybody else got any thoughts? Um, I think radio has helped because it's given me confidence. I think it's boosted my English, English writing for my spellings because when I've been writing my scripts I've been trying to get the spellings right so I know what the actual how to spell the words. Just like Matthew, I think radio has really helped in my confidence and yeah, my English has got a lot better since I've started it and it's, I think it's just fun being in front of a mic because when you're speaking, nobody can see you but then there's going to be a lot of people listening to you so it's just fun to feel that. It has definitely helped with my English quite a lot and I've gained a lot of confidence over the years I've been doing it so yeah definitely try radio if you're in a school radio has given me confidence talking to people it's helped me with my english radio has helped me with my handwriting and also my english well and comprehension um because of broadcasting it's um given me confidence with speaking um of what i want to say and i need to say and it's also helped me with my English. We use Go, Go Bubble a lot to learn about digital citizenship on online safety. Can you tell us how you think the need on online safety has changed? Wow, that's a really good question. And I'm a big fan of Go Bubble. I think it's a fantastic platform to use. So it's really great to hear that you're using it and using it successfully. The problem, and it is a problem with online safety, is that all the time, all of us, young people and adults, have more and more access to technology that lets us go online, go to forums, go to the internet. And unfortunately, there's lots of people who are on the internet that provide content or have different reasons for being online. So the risks constantly grow. And the need for online safety is either that you put lots of restrictions in the places that people can go, or much better is you, as you folks do, is you learn yourselves and you educate yourselves about what's the best way to act online, what information you should and shouldn't share, how you should check where you are before you, you do anything. And so because the world is becoming much more connected, you know, when I explained to you that 20, 30 years ago there wasn't this kind of technology and now we have it, in another 20 years, just imagine what kind of technology there might be. 
So the best way to deliver online safety is to make sure, like you folks are, is that you're educated, you're good digital citizens, and then you can make the right choices for yourselves when you're adults, and then for your children and your children's children, you'll be able to do the same. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today, Al. It has been a real pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. It's been lovely to talk to all of you and some fantastic answers. And can I just say a big thank you for allowing me to spend the day in your school. It's been really, really good fun and what a lovely school it is. You should all be very proud. Before you go, can you please tell us something about you that listeners may not already know? Wow, that's a difficult one to end on, isn't it? Something about me that you might already know. Well, I'll tell you a fun one and I'll tell you a serious one. How about that? So the fun one is, although I spend a lot of time in schools and... Um, working in technology. My favourite hobby is doggies. I've got three pooches, two um, that are big labradoodles and one little cockapoo. And that's my relaxation and switch off is that I like having my little dogs that keep me relaxed. And we have our dogs come into the office as well, which is always good fun. And the slightly more sensible one is, um, when I was young, I figured if you're focused enough, you can do anything you want on your own. And the truth is you probably can, but over time you actually realise the best way to do things is to work as a team and learning that actually it's good to get other people to help and support you is a good thing. So I always try and share as a bit of a, a friendly thing that um, teamwork is the key. So when people talk to me about what we've done at Net Support, it's very much what we've done collectively as a team, not just Al. And so I think that's an important one to share. Much like you folks here at Westwood are all a team working together, trying to do the right things. Thank you very much for joining us today, Al. You're welcome.